Hi, it's Andrew Johns again here with another Coastal Front update for you. And this one is on the Canada Emergency Business Account or the CBA Loan Program. Now look, there is only one thing that makes a poor government policy worse, and that's the expansion of that policy. And that's how I view the Canada Emergency Business Account or CBA, and here's why. Originally announced on March 27th, 2020, the CBA provided an interest-free loan of $40,000 to business owners. The kicker was that 25% of that loan was forgivable should the balance of the loan be paid back by December 31st of 2022. Business owners who qualified saw this as a $10,000 handout and applied in droves. The federal government clearly didn't get this program right at the beginning as they had to modify it five times since the April 9th rollout. Every modification meant further expansion of the program, adding further to the already massive multi-year deficits. Now, the latest change occurred just this last Friday on December the 4th, with the SIBA loan limit being expanded by an additional $20,000 to a total of $60,000. So in this video, we're going to go over the following. Number one, the terms and conditions of the SIBA program. Two, data on applications processed and dollars spent since inception. Three, the flaws of this program. And finally, we're going to talk about what the government should do next, as well as business owners. All right, let's start off with terms and conditions. Now, first, we want to make sure it's clear on how you can qualify for a SIBA loan. First of all, you must meet every one of these following criteria. An applicant must have an active CRA business number with an effective date of registration on or prior to March 1st, 2020. You also have to have an active business checking or operating account with the lender at the time of applying for a SIBA. Note, if you are a borrower currently that does not have a business checking or operating account, you can actually go and open one up with your primary financial institution. You also have to intend to continue to operate its, your business or to resume operations. Assuming you qualify under these criteria, applicants must then decide which of two streams to apply under. So stream number one is the payroll stream. Applicants with an employment income paid in 2019 calendar year of between $20,000 to $1.5 million, or option two is the non-deferred expense stream, where applicants with $20,000 or less in total employment income paid in the 2019 calendar year. Most have opted for the first option. Now, what do you get? Now that qualification for SIBA is clear as mud, let's dive into what you actually can get. First of all, it's a $40,000 to $60,000 loan. Interest rate is 0% until December 31st, 2022, after which the interest rate will change to 5% starting on January 1st, 2023. There's a debt forgiveness of 25% on the first $40,000 and then a 50% forgiveness on the balance borrowed between the $40,000 and the $60,000. So in summary, the government of Canada is giving you, the business owner, an opportunity to pay $20,000 to borrow $60,000 for the next two and a half years interest-free with absolutely no means test. All right, let's jump to data. Now let's highlight some of the critical data that will help form my opinion as to why the government got this wrong. In fact, very wrong. First of all, SIBA facts for you. The size of the program announced was $55 billion. Total loans approved to date has been just short of $800,000, with total loans funded $31.8 billion, with another $23.2 billion to go to reach that maximum of $55 billion. Now let's assume that 75% of all current SIBA applicants go back to the trough to reapply for the additional $20,000 loan. Under this basis, the federal government will lend out another roughly $12 billion, bringing the total loan program up to around $44 billion, closer to its $55 billion limit. This leaves room for an additional, from our estimates, 188,000 small businesses across Canada apply for SIBA. Now to put this in perspective, we need to get an understanding of how many small businesses there are in Canada. Now the latest data we have is from Statistics Canada going back to 2018, but I don't think there's been a lot of new businesses formed, especially with all the insolvencies that are starting to happen this year. So as of December 31st, 2018, there were 1.2 million small businesses in Canada. 
The number of businesses that had four employers or less accounted for 54% of this number, and the number of businesses one to 49 employees is 1.4 million. Most business owners applied for SEBA through the payroll stream. Under the stream, a qualified company cannot have a payroll that exceeds 1.5 million. So it's safe to assume that any company with more than 50 employees likely has a payroll that exceeds 1.5 million dollars. Note that 50 employees at 1.5 million dollars works out to an average salary of around $30,000 a year. And it's likely most people are getting paid more than that. So the number of businesses that likely are eligible for a SEBA loan program is my earlier number of 1.14 million businesses. This means that there's about 345,000 companies remaining who could qualify for the SEBA but have yet to apply. Going back to our earlier assumption that there's about 188,000 companies that could still apply for SEBA out of a pool of 345,000 to qualify we need to see about a 50% adoption rate, which I think is extremely unlikely. Now there's a lot of data we're going through here, but this is really gonna take us to the point that I wanna make, which is now that we're starting to see the government decide to expand the SEBA loan amount to $60,000, simply put, there hasn't been enough applications for SEBA despite the loan's incredibly favorable terms. To date, the Liberal government has only seen small businesses take up about 58% of the total loan program. So in my mind, the two big questions that stand out here is, why haven't more companies applied for this loan program where the government pays you to borrow money from them? And why is the federal government so hellbent on maximizing the program at a cost to taxpayers? Okay, now we're jumping to the flaws of this program. Now, to answer the first question, I decided to contact a number of people I know within the banks and credit unions to find out why certain business owners were not taking advantage of this loan, and for those who were, what were they doing with the funds? Now the answer to the first question is simple. Many business owners haven't needed the loan money. See, unlike the needs-based Canada Emergency Wage Subsidy Program, the SEBA is available to any company with payroll between $20,000 to $1.5 million, regardless of whether they need the money or not. The COVID-19 global pandemic has affected most businesses very negatively, but some businesses very positively. There are a lot of business owners who qualify for SEBA but either haven't applied because they don't want to take advantage of the system, so to speak, or they don't really know that they qualify. I'm of the opinion it's more of the latter than the former. The answer to the second question being why is the federal government so focused on fully lending out this $55 billion has in my mind two very logical answers. Number one is politics. The minority liberal government are on the ropes. The federal conservative party under Aaron O'Toole are gaining momentum, in my opinion, are vying for an early election. The last thing the federal liberals want is a failed COVID-19 loan program. They already have enough problems with the WE scandal and Canada's infrastructure bank that has still got to get off the ground and is costing taxpayers millions. On the other end of the spectrum, of course, is the NDP who are positioning the federal liberals as the party that only supports the rich and the well-connected. So a fully funded SEBA program is good ammunition for the Trudeau liberals. It helps them look like they're supporting small businesses, which is a particular voter base that's been eroding for the last five years. The second part of this answer is the banks. As we've seen, the big six banks have dominated the market when it comes to processing SEBA loans. By our estimates, about 90%. What isn't in public documents, but well known within the higher ranks of the banking sector is this. The federal government is paying all banks 0.4% or 40 basis points annually for all outstanding SIBA loans. At $55 billion, this is $220 million a year in fees paid by taxpayers to the federal government, of which almost all will go to this big six banks. But there's more. Not only are the banks getting paid by the federal government to handle this program, but if borrowers are not spending the money and just leaving it in the bank as cash, then the banks can lend this money out at even a higher profit margin to ta on the taxpayer's dime. By our calculations, profits the Canadian banks are going to make 
on the lending activity from this $55 billion is far greater than the $220 million roughly that they'll make annually on these fees being charged to the federal government. If I was the Minister of Finance, I would have told these banks they had to do this program for free or they'll be left out. As a side note here, it is an interesting fact about the Canadian banks and their cash balances. Since the end of 2019, Canadian charter banks have more than doubled their cash position, adding an astonishing $320 billion of extra cash to the balance sheet. That is money just sitting there that is virtually zero cost to the banks, waiting for them to lend out at much higher rates. In fact, this is why I've always recommended our private clients own shares of one or more of the big Canadian banks and their RSPs or TFSAs. Most government subsidy programs and schemes like SEBA are not very well thought out. They're often created in a hurry and haven't been socialized amongst creative tax accounts and lawyers, and now you're starting to see the picture. All right, for my closing remarks, I have an important message for both the federal government as well as small business owners. First to the federal liberal government. The SEBA loan program is a small business handout with a very large future cost. Fully funded, this program has the potential to see $18.3 billion worth of loans forgiven and paid for by taxpayers. In addition, taxpayers will pay upwards of $415 million in fees to the big banks. All this will simply be added to the already historic deficits that your government has racked up. Unfortunately, there isn't much the federal government can do at this point other than to end the program and end it quickly. On that note, it reminds me of the famous statement by Will Rogers years ago, which said, if you find yourself in a hole, the first rule is to stop digging. Now, my second piece of advice is to the small business owners out there across Canada. Look, folks, Christmas has come early this year. The federal government is literally going to pay you $10,000 to borrow $20,000 for the next two years at no interest. As a financial advisor, I've always told my clients, who are mostly business owners, Take advantage of any government program available to you, especially when there are limits. Limits themselves imply that there's a benefit to you and a disadvantage to the government. My team has already assisted many business owners in accessing the SIBA loan program and will encourage them to go back for this extra $20,000 top-up. Many business owners we've spoken with didn't realize they qualified for the program, including public companies. If you're not sure, call us and we'll help you determine if you do qualify. In the odd time I've talked to a business owner who's told me that they don't want to apply because they don't need the money, so they haven't bothered. My advice is this, the government created this program and it's going to be paid for by future taxes that you're going to pay. So consider this as sort of free money as a down payment on those future taxes that you'll be paying for to cover this whole mess. Okay, well that's it. I hope you found this video helpful. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast and our video feed, and we look forward to speaking with you again when we have new updates. Thank you.